you doing, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of the Cajun Conservative. I am your Cajun Conservative, Isaac Hayes, with Mr. Producer LB in the house. Boy, what a busy, busy week for me. It is December 14th, 2020. And if I didn't think the week was getting rough, oh, t- today was <laughs> was newsworthy. My goodness, what a day to be alive in America. And I'm just, can I do it in 15, 20 minutes? I sure will try. Because there's just a lot going on. And look... Prepping for this show today and the other show, Brothers Just Searching, that we go ahead and record. You know, I just had a lot of things on my mind, and I'm just going to go ahead and just speak from my heart. Because I had this show all planned, ready to go, and on my way home from work, breaking news broke out. And unfortunately, we don't have some breaking news sound bites right now we're gonna have to work on that we're gonna have to work on that because you know it's bad we don't hardly have breaking news while we feel while we're doing this show but breaking news tonight attorney general of these great united states of america has resigned his last day will be december 23rd which is going to be next wednesday the his assistant attorney general is going to take over for him at that time. So that is newsworthy right there. We um we're just that that's a new story. Also right before we started filming and I got to call him this because he is now the president. He is formerly the president elect Joe Biden, which could still change by the way. A lot of people think this was the last day. All the electoral college votes came in today and it's over. No, there is still things that could happen. But unfortunately, your host is losing faith in the justice system. We just got to hope Congress maybe do their job, which is what I'm going to talk about tonight. So last week we get off the air. I say off the air. We finished recording the, the podcast for the week. And I'm thinking to myself, well, next Monday is going to be the Electoral College votes. And I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about that. Because the Electoral College votes is really an art that the Founding Fathers put together. Because if we would have went by popular vote in this country, California, New York, and um, Chicago would pick every single election. Also, the presidential candidates would not go to states like Ohio, Florida, Georgia, and other all these swing states that they have because only a couple of states would determine our presidential, our president of the United States every four years. So they would focus more on the big states, Uh, as I said, California, and the big cities. A lot of populated cities in here. See tonight, as I said, the, the the electoral college votes. Came about, but do you know Joe Biden did not get over 270 until California came in. 
California's 55 electoral college votes is usually the last, and that's what, oh, excuse me, that's what usually goes ahead and carries over the Democrat nominee. Or it just, when their votes come in, it really seals all the electoral college votes. So when the founding fathers did that, they said, look, we want to make sure that each state has you know, um, some say in these elections, not just one state or one city. So they came up with the electoral college votes where the, the electoral college votes reflect the popular vote of the state it was cast in. If you want to read more about the electoral college, you can go ahead and look into, I think it's Article 2 and Amendment 12 of our great Constitution. Now, there is some fraud, I believe, going on and everything like that, but today is when they cast the votes, and I was going to focus my whole podcast on that. But Tuesday, breaking news hit this, this great United States. Texas filed a lawsuit against Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Georgia. Now, they were not asking to change any votes. They were not asking to to overturn elections in these states. They felt that these states broke the law by changing rules. Let me explain. The state of Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, and Michigan at the last minute changed the laws. Clearly in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's legislators in Act 77, which there is a lawsuit on that, by the way, that was thrown out on in the Supreme Court, but it's coming back because all they did was reject the emergency to overturn the, the electoral votes in Pennsylvania. But Pennsylvania went ahead and passed a, a law, Act 77, to go ahead and allow mail-in voting. Mail-in uh, voting. The problem with that is Pennsylvania's, you're supposed to have two newspapers saying about it. You There's a, there's a, a lot of red tape because you have to change the amendment in the Pennsylvania Constitution. Tom Wolf didn't want to do that. He took shortcuts, and guess what? It is unconstitutional that they change in their state constitution to change their votes to mail-in ballots, and also they extend. They just went ahead and start changing rules like crazy. So Act seventy-seven, according to the state constitution of Pennsylvania, was against the law. Because they didn't go through the legislature and go through the right process. Them doing that, they broke the federal constitution. Now, I'm not a lawyer. I'm, I'm, this is this is stuff that I've read and I've heard from other people that are a lot smarter than me in law. So Texas went on that merit of saying, listen, they broke the U.S. Constitution because they didn't go through their state legislators. They went ahead and went, took shortcuts. So they broke the U.S. Constitution and didn't follow their own state laws. Now, me personally, if you are a country of laws, you should follow them laws. But clearly, Pennsylvania and the other three states didn't do that. In Georgia, the Secretary of State bent to the Democrats and went ahead and changed the laws. Without the state legislators, Amend Article 2 of the Constitution and Amendment 12 says state legislators 
change voting laws, not the governor, not the secretary of state, and not the voting boards. I'm sorry. That's const- that's plain constitutional. That's the constitution. I can't. I went reading myself because I heard about it. I said, well, I got to know this. It's part of our federal constitution. So Texas went ahead and look. After that, it just like a domino effect. The state of Louisiana went ahead and did it too. They went ahead and joined the lawsuit. Six states went ahead and joined. Seventeen states went ahead and wrote briefs to the Supreme Court saying why the Supreme Court should do this. Now, I'm not just going to tell you that and thinking that there was no oppression. They had 20 Democrat states that said this was baloney. Texas went ahead and sent their lawsuit. Pennsylvania by Friday, uh, Thursday sent a response saying that they, they, Texas didn't have the right to go into Pennsylvania or any other state. They, they called them clowns. They called them name calls. They didn't present no laws. Texas on Friday said, look, we're not asking y'all to change your election. We're, not, we're just asking the Supreme Court to go ahead and tell us if this was constitutional or not. Now that was Friday morning. Like I said, throughout the whole week, I'm, I'm trying. I'm hoping that the Supreme Court takes it. Look, people were saying the Supreme Court wouldn't even take it at all, and it was on their docket. They've discussed it, but the Supreme Court did something Friday night, and I'm not going to lie to you. I was very, very upset when I heard this came down. The Supreme Court ruled that they didn't have a standing. Now, what does that mean? They're saying that Texas should not care what happens in Pennsylvania. And it really upset me because I'm going to use, for example, that Pennsylvania lawsuit that I was talking about that went to the Supreme Court. It was in a lower court. The judge said, man, you are going to probably win on merit. The AG went to the Supreme Court of of Pennsylvania, which is a 5-2 liberal majority. The five liberal judges said, hey, we're going to throw latches on it so you can't go ahead and hear because you waited too late. Then it went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, oh, we're not going to get involved in a state election. So they threw it out. Now they're telling a state that, hey, look, we see this. Hey, no, we're not, we're not even going to look at it. They didn't want to hear it. Now, when I heard this, I'm like, really? Now, I'm going to give you some uh, some insight onto this because... It takes four justices. I thought it was five, but it was really four. Four justices needed to go ahead and say, yeah, we want to hear it. Two did. Now, before you start jumping off your seats, it was not one of the Trump employees. Not one of them three justices that Trump put up there voted for it. It was Justice Alito and Justice Thomas said, we need to hear this case. Now, I, I, I hope you're scratching your head because I made a prediction a while back, and look, I hate to say it, and I'm not trying to lose faith, folks, but I just, I just don't trust the Supreme Court no more. A few weeks ago, I made a prediction that whatever case goes in front of the Supreme Court, it'll be a 5-4 decision in Trump's favor. Why did I say that? Because on the Supreme Court right now, on paper... It's a 6-3 majority for conservatism. I'm not even going to say conservatism, Republicans. Six of the the, the nine justices on the Supreme Court right now are supposed to be 
Republican slash conservatives slash constitutionists. So why in the blue moon we only had two justices say we want to hear this case? Because it was a 7-2 decision. Remember, only Justice Alito and Justice Thomas wanted to hear it. Where are the other four um, the where are the other four justices that's supposed to be conservative slash Republican slash constitutionist? Well Judge Roberts has a has a track record of voting on the left. But Trump's appointees, Neil Gorsuch, Brent Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett put their hands in their pockets and told, all they did to Brother Trump was say, President Trump, thank you. Thank you for giving us a job. Thank you for putting us on a lifetime appointed seat in on, on the Supreme Court. And we're not going to show our appreciation by letting this thing hurt. Now, I can understand a lot of people, well, well they didn't have standing. And look, I, I was even saying that, look, even if they didn't have standing, they should have heard it. I'm going to. Sandy Powell had an uh, interview today on Americans Toughly uh, Thought Leaders, and she even said it. She said, I knew it wouldn't go nowhere. If they would have took it, she was shot because they didn't have no standing. A state should not go ahead and worry about another state. That I can understand. But I promise you, if a Democrat needed something in the, in the Supreme Court and it was a 6-3 decision, all six of the left Democrats would have went ahead and voted. If they had standing or not, if they had merit or not, they would have went ahead and put it through the Supreme Court because they knew it would have got done. Not as Republicans or not as so-called conservatives. Because instead of going ahead, look, they had merit in that case. That case is very, that case was very strong. And the Supreme Court went ahead and threw it out anyway because of standing. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, folks. Friday night, I was so upset, so discouraged, so angry. I said, look, it's done. It's done. And I'm not trying to sound like certain conservative talk show hosts where they just give out. They don't have faith in Trump altogether. Now, that was raw emotions. Found out today, Sandy Powell, uh, Sidney Powell went ahead, I think, Friday and filed some more lawsuits with the Supreme Court. There's also other, there's a lawsuit in Georgia and there's a lawsuit in Pennsylvania that's going back to the Supreme Court. And like she, like Powell said, they got to have somebody that has standing. And if you go on the merits, that they will probably win those cases. But it goes to another point. The Supreme Court, in my opinion, with rejecting that lawsuit, and this is figuratively, took the Constitution, ripped it up, stomped on it, and threw it in the garbage. Because the Constitution clearly states that it's the, the people that are supposed to make rules is state legislators, not the governors, not the secretaries of state, not the election boards, and not the dog catcher down the road. You cannot tell people, you cannot go ahead and tell a certain amount of people, hey, do it this way, and tell these other people, hey, do it. There's something called equal protection clause. 
That's what gave Bush the election back in 2000. In Florida, they treated these voters a certain way. And in another state of another county of Florida, they treated them this way. And the Supreme Court said, you can't do that. Funny how 20 years have changed. Back then, that Supreme Court went ahead and did what was right. What's wrong with this Supreme Court? Now, I'm hearing a lot of people talk about it, about, well, they're scared for their families or they don't want the they don't want the um the the backlash of them voting with Trump. Well, then they shouldn't have took the job. Look, I'm going to tell any political person that if anybody wants to, if somebody comes to me and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about running for for anything, this the dog catcher, whatever. And I tell him, look, you're going to be a political, you're going to be in political office. You better be careful because you're going to get some backlash. And they go in there and the first thing they do, oh, uh, oh, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to have the bad press. I don't want really? Really? You, you shouldn't have took the job. I'm going to use Amy Coney Barrett, for example. I heard a, uh, a conservative talk show host say today, oh, you know, she has small kids and she's probably thinking about her the kids. You don't want them. She shouldn't have took the job. She shouldn't have told President Trump, yes, I'll take the nomination. The, the Supreme Court is not doing what's right because of their problem. They, they want to go ahead and pick up some cases that are going to give them glory. Look, prime example, same-sex marriages. They went ahead and defi- they they went ahead and they broke the whole laws to do that. They created a law saying, well, we define marriage as between two people. Not man and woman or man and man or woman and woman. It's just two people. They went ahead and defined marriage. The Supreme Court should have never defined marriage. That wasn't their job. But their job here, they go ahead and throw it out the window. It's sad, folks. It's sad. And look, I don't know. I'm, I'm a normal American. I don't I don't go ahead and I, I, I'm feeling, I think I'm feeling a lot of ways that you're feeling right now. The Supreme Court let down America. As I said, as I said earlier, what is the option? There is some other options, but unfortunately, I don't have faith in this. Con- I don't have faith in this Supreme Court. If the Supreme Court is not going to hold up the Constitution, then well, now look, we got to look towards Congress. As I said, the Electoral College votes, and look, Joe Biden was talking right before the air, right before we started recording, and I I was listening to it a little bit, and he's talking about how 80 million Americans voted for him. And it's sad that that a dictator and this 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 and this, and and telling how Trump was so bad of a leader and try Really? You know, seven million... Thanks to mail-in ballots, that's how he won Pennsylvania. Like I said, today was a lot of news stories. The Epic Times came out and said they had someone that went ahead and looked at the Dominion machines, and it, they said it is ca- capable of flipping votes. Saw a video on Sunday of how on CNN it showed 30,000 votes flipped from Trump to Biden. And there's no no fraud. My friends, this is this is we're in some times. Look, and like I said, it, I, I'm going to call it the way it is right now. Because of the Electoral College, he is president-elect now. The last month when they were calling president-elect, now that was a lie. He is the president-elect now, so we have to go ahead and call him that. But what if this thing still changed? Look, we got some lawsuits going on, but 
It's looking pretty grim. Now, this is the only thing I can tell you. Pray and seek God and ask God for a change. Because right now, look, I have friends that are texting me and telling me the same. Oh, just keep on having faith. Just watch the show. Look, there is possible that Joe Biden will be the president of the United States. And look, it helps me out. I got a lot to talk about if he does. But it's funny how the left always gets their way. And look, I'm going to tell people, I told people this right now, even with Congress, if it goes in front of Congress, we don't know if that's going to go through. For prime example, we have 25 Republicans that already said that Trump should concede. That's Republican senators. They have 126 Republicans joining that Texas lawsuit wrote a brief to Congress saying, look, y'all need to do something. Y'all need to look, take up this case. Where was the, the other hundred and some Republicans? In the Supreme Court, we supposed to have a 6-3 majority, but only two stood up. Republicans are divided right now. And as I close out this, this, um, this podcast, remember that this country... It's still going to go on, but we need people to stand up and do what's right. And in my opinion, the Supreme Court and these Republicans are not doing right now. So what's our hope, Isaac? I'm going to say it like this. I don't put my faith and trust in man. I never did, and y'all know that from the beginning. My faith and trust is in Jesus Christ, and that's how I always end this. Don't worry about what, uh, be politically inclined, but don't put your faith in a man because man will always fail you, but Jesus Christ would never fail you. Keep praying for this nation. Keep praying for President-elect Biden. Keep praying for President Trump. And let's say, Lord, your will be done. That's it for me this week. Hope you have a good day. Remember to hit that subscribe button and join me back next week for the Cajun Conservative. You have a good day.